What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast and got a few things to talk about today. Still a little bit slow right now after uh, all the Hall of Fame vote and hype and the, all the articles and stories that came out after that, but a couple of other news items. One has to do with all these free agents that are still out there. And a little bit of the Machado watch has now <laughs> come back. Now that things, uh, things are, are going back to a little bit slow. And people are talking about the parallels between Mark Teixeira's signing in 2008 and Manny Machado. And some people think that the Yankees are doing the same thing and that they are waiting and that they did similar to what they did with Tex where they got heavily into talks with him and then nothing and then all of a sudden out of nowhere they sign him. So... I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. They made all those moves in their infield. But maybe they're hearing the, the rumblings that all the, a lot of people are talking about where you have two star free agents in Machado and Harper and you don't have to give up any prospects. You just have to sign them for money. But again, Yankees are really trying to be fiscally responsible. And not sure they want to do that. Although if that contract is, uh, the reportings of the contract for Machado are true and it's only a seven-year deal from the White Sox, I could see the Yankees matching the seven and bumping up that salary a little bit more to entice him. I could also see the Yankees going for Bryce Harper. Adding a bat like that to Yankee Stadium, would be phenomenal. Now, another person who's interesting is Dallas Keuchel. He is still out there, and Scott Boris is his agent, Scott, famous Scott Boris, and who gets, he, he gets his clients a lot of money. But right now, being so late in the season... He wanted, I believe, somewhere in the range of five years, five to six maybe, something like that. But, you know, we are 21 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting. So it's the type of thing that, you know, Yankees could pounce on that because you look at last year and the Yankees had 12 starters 12 different starters. And you know that injuries are going to happen. It's just, it's a given. It is a given with pitchers. There's someone going to end up on the DL. And this year, uh, <laughs> Yankees, they had too many DL problems last year. So this year, really, really, really need starting pitching to stay healthy. No major injuries and give the Yankees a full season with a consistent rotation because you look at last year and it was just crazy and they had to bring in Lance Lynn 
and Jay Happ, which was a great addition, and now they got a full year with him. Lance Lynn, I'm glad they didn't bring back because he just he just didn't do it for me. And now you take a look at Keuchel, who his numbers are declining. He was phenomenal. What through I want to say three years ago, but we're in 2019, so it's. When they played the Yankees, when the Astros played the Yankees in that 2015 wild card, and Keuchel just shut him down. And he's not the same pitcher, but if you could get him for a, I don't know, a three-year deal, he's still a, he's still a good pitcher. And he could add some depth to that rotation which could be a really added benefit. But then you look at the rotation and you say, all right, well, who's going to be the odd man out? Is it CeCe? You know, you just signed him for $9 million. What are you, what are you going to do, put him at long relief? I don't think so. So I don't know if Keuchel actually makes sense. I think the Yankees want to go with their five of Severino, Paxton, Hap. CC Tanaka, which is a great rotation right there. That that is an awesome rotation. If all those guys can stay healthy, and if anyone has to go on the DL, I guess they're going to depend on Lois Saiga, and they still have Sessa, who I'm not big on Sessa, and there's also in the minors Chance Adams. Maybe he's retooled his pitching and is going to take a step forward instead of backwards. He was. Uh, you know, when he was in the minors last year, before he came up, everyone was going crazy for him. And he didn't really pan out, but give him another chance. Get, have him up, see what happens. This is, this is if injuries happen. And if there's a major injury, you know that the Yankees are going to go out before the trade deadline and get somebody. That is just a given. I, Cashman has done it consistently to, if they need it, go out and get a pitcher. The problem is, is there going to be a quality pitcher out there at the time, and will they give up pieces to get that person? You know, some people were saying that getting rid of Sonny Gray at this point wasn't a great idea, and that the Yankees should have really worked on his pitching mechanics and got him back to his status of, what, four years ago, all-star, Cy Young candidate. I don't agree with that one. I think it was really good to just cut ties with Sonny Gray. Obviously, they had to have worked on his pitching. It's not like they just said, oh, okay, just just keep going back out there. (laughs) Do your thing. I'm sure that they were trying. Unless, unless the rumblings that Larry Rothschild is not a great pitching coach is, is part of the deal. Uh, maybe, maybe he didn't work on him. And if that's the case, and I, I really think, I, you know, I, I, I don't really know too much about Larry Rothschild, but I just hear the rumblings that he's not the best coach. And... Maybe they need some new blood in there. Maybe they need somebody to come in, revitalize that pitching coach position. I'm not sure when his contract is up, but 
the Yankees like him because Aaron Boone didn't get to choose a new one. He, the Larry Rothschild was in, and so I don't, I don't know, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see. But anyway, you got Keuchel out there, and if the Yankees could get him cheap, I, I still don't see a spot for him unless they start the season on a six-man rotation because you have those. You have those off days. Um, you, you don't even need a six-man rotation, but it's you know it, it it could be something. You know they've always talked about Tanaka being with a six-man rotation because he's had his injury histories, and you can see when he's got more off days, he's a better pitcher. And I'm not sure why they never really went with that. And you know I'd have to think back. Maybe they just didn't have the six arms they wanted. But early in the season, that is, that is good for him. And, you know, giving him a, 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 a little more rest is, is definitely beneficial. And maybe that's what they should do. Maybe they should go out and get Keuchel if they can get him for the right price. And then go to a six-man rotation and give everybody a rest. Look at Paxton. Paxton has injury history. Maybe a little less wear and tear on him would do wonders for him. You know, Tanaka... As we said, and CC, he could he could be he could definitely take the benefits of an extra day. So maybe maybe that's something the Yankees are thinking about. Go to that six man rotation, try it out. I know that there's pros and cons to it. Everybody, a lot of people have different opinions on that, but I say go for it, try it out because if you go with a six man rotation, if anybody gets injured, you could just bounce back to a five man rotation. I don't know. We shall see. We shall see what is going on with that once the once spring training comes and only 21 days away. So another news item is about Troy Tulowitzki. And according to this article, Troy Tulowitzki's college coach says that he's in the best shape that he's ever been, says his coach. So that would be great if the Yankees can do, can, um, can, can, you know, catch lightning in a bottle with Tulowitzki and have him be a, a, a solid contributor and starter. That would be just amazing. You know, got him at league minimum. And that's another reason why, like I just said before about the, all the infield that they've accumulated, that I don't see them going and getting Machado. I think at this point, maybe it's more realistic that they try and go for Bryce Harper. Although you say there's a little bit of a, a it could be a, a slightly crowded outfield out there that they don't want to add to. But great player, phenomenal player, wants to play in New York. And I could see it being great. You know, obviously that takes away from my man, I can't call him Red Thunder anymore, <laughs> Clint Frazier. <clears throat> That's a tough one. I want to keep calling him Red Red Thunder, but like I talked about, he doesn't want to be called Red Thunder anymore, and we're going to try and obey his wishes, but might be tr- might be tricky. Might be tricky. Anyway... Troy Tulowitzki's coach, I think this was the guy who was, wor- who was working out with him in California. So 
that is really, really positive news. And I, I know I, I can't, I, I, I keep saying it, but I can't wait for spring training. I, got, I can't wait to see what is going to materialize with all of these questions that we have for Aaron Boone, right? That is when, right now, we, all we can do is speculate on all of this stuff. So that, you know, that's, that is sports, right? That is part of the fun of sports. You speculate and speculate and then nothing comes true (laughs) that you speculated. It's completely wrong. But talk about speculation. How about we start speculating on who would be on the Yankees Mount Rushmore and I'm not even sure how many people are on Mount Rushmore, the real Mount Rushmore, right? There's George Washington, right? It's gotta be, he's got to be on there. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, who else is on there? Thomas Jefferson? Uh, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Is, is Teddy Roosevelt on there? Is, I, I don't know, FDR on there? I, you I, you got to... The, the two main ones are definitely Washington and Lincoln, right? <laughs> but anyway, if you know who's on the Mount Rushmore, of the, the real Mount Rushmore, <laughs> you could always get in touch with us and let me know and, and enlighten me, actually. You know, Mario, what are you doing over there? Why don't you look up who's on Mount Rushmore for me, okay? Oh, I need these facts. But if you want to tell us your... We're going to go into our Mount Rushmore of Yankees. And if you want to tell me what yours is, the best way to reach us for that, I think, is our email. YankeeCrazyPodcast at gmail.com. You can also use social media. I'm not telling you not to. <laughs> but you can find us on Instagram, Yankee Crazy Podcast, Twitter, Yankee Crazy Pod, and the Facebook page. Give us a like. Go there and... Go there and uh, what what is what is uh, what is unspeakable say uh, sl- sma- slam that slam that subscribe button I don't know this that's unspeakable gaming the guy who who jacks watches all the time but he says something funny slap it slap the subscribe button I don't know we'll we'll have to think of something for our own but um, slap the like button you want to subscribe go to Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to us there. You could leave a, a five-star review for us. You could say, these guys are awesome, right? If you don't think we're awesome, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you writing anything. <laughs> don't bring us down. We just want good. We just want positives, five-star. And you know what's funny? I think it's funny. <laughs> but, you know, we went, Suzanne and I, we both needed new cars, and we, we got cars, and the... And Toyota, and that Toyota, they really pressure you to give them five star rankings. And I guess they, I don't know, the salesmen, they must have to keep their jobs with that. And it was like one guy to the next guy, and in uh, the finances. And I was like, whoa, dude, I would maybe I don't want to give you five stars. So I'm kind of doing the same thing that those guys are doing. <laughs> Although they're right there, and and they're pressuring. They, they, they were they were putting the pressure on. I'm not doing that to you guys. I'm just telling you. But I'm not like standing over you and and trying to uh, sell you a car and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and tell you to give us a five star. But um, it would be nice. It really would be nice if you could do that. Uh, and I won't be pushy. About it. <laughs> I won't come to your house and yell at you. 
and threaten you. Okay? Deal? All right. <laughs> now go give that five-star review. All right. Let's, let's, let's stop the ridiculousness and move on. Well, let's not stop the ridiculousness. That's kind of, what, that's kind of our brand. <laughs> could call it Yankee Ridiculous instead of Yankee Crazy. Oh, you know what? Mario, get on that patent, that trademark. <laughs> we don't want to lose that one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So let's go to the Mount Rushmore of Yankees, in my opinion. And, you know, it's interesting. Maybe we should do these in eras. Maybe we should have the, 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 um, what could we, you know, in comic books, they call it the golden age, which is what, like, was the sixties, the golden age. I don't know. We could maybe have like a whole tier system. We could do pre 1970, maybe. And then post 1970, that would be a good one. That let's, let's start with that. Let's do that. That would actually make it easy. And then we could do a grand finale, all time Mount Rushmore. So, if you say pre-70, it probably makes it easier. It makes it pretty easy because there are so many players that are just legendary with the Yankees. And that's easy. You, everybody can name them, right? Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Yogi Berra. Right there. Easy. Right, seven post seventy. Post seventy, you would have to say, let's let's think about this one because this is I, I did not even prepare. This was like off the cuff. I thought about this one. So Mariano, who obviously just got in unanimously, you you gotta give it up to him, right? He has to be on there. You know I'm partial, right? So let's just let's not let's not get crazy and and write to me and, and tell me I'm crazy because that's the name of the show. <laughs> so you know I'm crazy already. But Greg Nettles, Greg Nettles has to be on my Mount Rushmore. He's my favorite player of all time. Come on, Derek Jeter, you gotta go with Jeter on that. And then from there, you gotta you gotta think about this one. You know, I would say. Don Mattingly, another one of my favorite all-time players. But phew, tricky. Who else do you put? There's a lot of there's a lot of people in there that you could do. Do you say Reggie? Did Reggie play long enough? You know, everybody considers Reggie a Yankee, I think. Because even though we played with Oakland and had great years with Oakland and had some Good year. He had he had pretty he had really good years, right? With yeah, he performed really well, and I think that was uh, when he left the Yankees and went to what was then the California Angels, and that was the thing. Reggie went from what I can remember, he went and proved George Steinbrenner wrong for not signing him again, and that's when they got Dave Winfield uh, to take over. Although I you know I forgot that the two of them were on the same team in. I guess it was 80, right? That was, wasn't that Reggie's last year? So Reggie's in there. Goose, you got to give it to Goose. Guy's a Hall of Famer, right? And Goose's best years, he was with, who did he play with? The White Sox? And then he went to the Padres when he and Nettles led the Padres to the 84 World Series. That would have been great if they won that. They played the Tigers that year. 
I don't know if they got swept. They might have had one game, but that was awesome to see Nettles go to the World Series. So, and they beat the Cubs. Didn't they beat the Cubs in the NLCS? I think so. I think they did. And I think they did. Did they make a comeback in that series? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but... So, I don't know. Who else do you put in there? There's, there's a lot of players I could think of who are in that, in that tier. And, you know, a lot of people probably say A-Rod. I, you know, A-Rod, talented guy, but I, I just I was never a big A-Rod fan. Except when he first came. When he first came, although he had that story with Jeter in Sports Illustrated where he uh, bashed Jeter, basically, who was supposed to be his friend. That was messed up, and I think that probably set the tone for me, not not particularly liking him. So, we'll, you know what we'll do? We'll, we'll, like, do the no PED guys in there. We'll do no PEDs, all right? So that would take off A-Rod. It would take off Cano, and it would take off Andy Pettit, even though I love Andy Pettit. And you look at Andy Pettit's postseason results, and... Man, why did he have to do that? And he said it was for injury. He said he wanted to come back strong, quicker from... uh, Not strong. He wanted to come back quicker from an injury, and that's why he took it. Um, But... And I'd like to trust him, but it's it's tricky. So I'm going to have to say no PEDs and no... Even no... Even... No matter what. Even though he said he took them just for injuries, uh, I'm still going to... I'm still got to keep him off of the list. So you look back at all the all the players on the Yankees, and there were a ton of good players. We'd have to see who actually is in the hall. And then, well, we could go into who has their number retired in Monument Park. And I don't know that whole list. But we could go down the line and say, number one, Billy Martin. He would be, obviously, pre-1970. Number two, Derek Jeter. His number's retired, so he was he was making it. Three, Babe Ruth. Four, Gehrig. Five, Joe DiMaggio. Six, who is... Who is six? Joe, well, Joe Torre wore six, but and I think Roy White wore six as well. Is that retired? Did they retire Joe Torre's number? They must have, right? Because that's no longer available. Seven, Mickey Mantle. Eight, Yogi Berra. And for nine, it's not, much to my chagrin, it is not Greg Nettles. It is Roger Maris and Elston Howard, I think. Ten, Rizzuto. Rizzuto, oh, Hall of Famer, MVP winner. He's another one who should be. Maybe we should do a, uh, uh, if Mount Rushmore had ten people, <laughs> do our top tens. That would certainly make it easier. Let's see. Is, are those all the numbers retired? Well, Don Mattingly, 23, is retired. And Mariano's 42 is retired. But that, right? Yeah, because they had, they had Mariano Rivera Day and he got his plaque. So, and they retired. Well, you couldn't wear 42 anyway because Jackie Robinson, Major League Baseball, which is really cool how they, they stopped anyone from wearing 42 anymore. That's, that's really cool. And it's, Really cool that Mo was the last one to wear it. So, I don't know. I'll have to rethink this. So, we've got our pre-1970 list, which is Ruth, Gehrig, 
DiMaggio, Mantle, Yogi. Can you believe Yogi Berra has 10 World Series rings? Isn't that crazy? That's, that's amazing. That is really spectacular. Good for him. And, you know, one for, one for each finger. <laughs> and then our post-70s, who did we say? We said Nettles, which I know people would be like, no way, get out of here. But this is, this is our show. This is my show, so I'm putting him in. Uh, Jeter, Mariano. Like I said, Goose. I, I think you got to put Goose in there. Oh, you know who else? Ron Guidry's number is retired. They retired 49 for Guidry. And I think I got to go. I think I got to go Donnie Baseball with that. Oh, well, what about Reggie? Oh, man. That is tricky. That is tricky. We're going to have to expand on it. We're going to have to expand. I, I, I think that'll be another show. Well, maybe I'll have to like actually write this down and not just do it off the top of my head. But what about you? What, is, what are your favorite Yankees? And you know what? We got a new feature coming up that I want to tell you about. So we're going to have a mailbag feature where you could write into us and we're going to answer your questions. Isn't that a good one? That's a good one. So you could, you could ask us anything. You could ask me anything. It's got to be Yankee related, I think, though, right? <laughs> Unless you want to ask me, like, movie reviews. Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> Maybe I'll give some crazy movie reviews. Speaking of movie reviews, you know, I was really... Well, anyway, let's, get, let's, let's not go off on a tangent yet. I'll get, in, I'll get into my little movie review for you. So leave us, leave us a message. And like I said, if you, if you uh, somehow got staticky when I was giving you all the, uh, the ways, get, send it to our email. That is the best way so we can consolidate all of them. So email us your questions at yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com and we're going to, that's going to be a new weekly feature where we are going to answer your questions. And it can be crazy. It could, you could ask like how many gold chains will Luke Voigt wear this year? (laughs) Or how many buttons will Luke Voigt, uh, unbutton on his shirt while during a game? (laughs) Something like that. You could ask us any crazy question you want because this the, that is the name of the show, as you know, Yankee Crazy. <laughs> so send them, send them in. All right, we are waiting for you guys to send in so we can answer some crazy questions and real ones. All right, so get that done. So now I'm going to go to my re- movie review. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought everybody knew this. I you know I, I figured everybody did, but maybe not. So. Netflix has that show Bird Box. There's a movie, right? And like I've touched on, I, you know, I love those post-apocalyptic movies and it's like when they're really creative and, and done well and it makes you like, like say, whoa, what, what would happen if there was a major catastrophe in the world? And so that's kind of what happens in Bird Box. If you want to watch it, I won't spoil it. I won't tell you exactly what happens, but have you seen, maybe you've seen, and this is why I thought everybody knew about it, the, the memes of Sandra Bullock with the blindfold around her head, around her, her face, and everybody was doing it. And then there's the Bird Box Challenge, which I, you know, I, I thought everybody knew about that too, but evidently some people don't. 
So, it's a movie on Netflix, and I was all fired up to watch it. Susanna was photographing a wedding, and I knew she was not going to want to watch this because she does not like those kind of movies. So I'm like, oh, this is, this is perfect. I'm going to sit down, watch this movie. I thought it had gotten, I thought it had gotten really good re- reviews and, and ratings, but maybe I, <laughs> maybe I just made that up in my head. <laughs> so I got to say, got to say, it had its moments, had its moments, but I was a little disappointed little disappointed. They don't make it suspenseful enough. They don't make it like the movie The Road. If you've, if you've never seen The Road and you like those type of movies and you, you want to kind of be a little scared and creeped out, then you should go watch The Road. It is, it is amazing. You should read the book first. I read the book in like, like two days. I read it over a weekend. It was, it was really amazing. But the movie is really good too. And Viggo Mortensen, you know I said that he's got to win the Academy Award for Green Book. But Viggo Mortensen in in that movie is awesome. And it's so suspenseful. Like, like, there are some scenes where nothing's happening, but you think something's going to happen. And you're, like, kind of bracing yourself. And Bird Box just didn't have it. It didn't have those suspenseful scenes. So... You should go check it out. If you like those kind of movies, go check it out. But don't have any high expectations like I did on it. All right? So there's your movie review. (laughs) How many movie reviews have I done? Uh, I don't know. I think I did Green Book and this. And I told you enough about The Road that that you want to go watch it. Oh, and then we did our baseball movies. So we've done a few. If, if there's a movie you want me to review and give a crazy opinion on, you can, you can write to us about that, too. You can even ask, ask that question. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't want to give too much away on the review because I hate spoilers. I really hate spoilers. And I, I think I didn't really give away any spoilers in this one in terms of just it's not as suspenseful as I wanted to. But maybe you'll find it suspenseful. I don't know. I don't know. It, it uh, had a lot of potential. And, you know, Phil Hughes, speaking of Bird Box, Phil Hughes does his uh, uh, You Up. He's a, he's a, he, on Twitter, he goes, You Up? With a question mark. And he does that at, at 10 o'clock Pacific. I'm pretty sure he's on the Pacific, uh, on, the, on, the, um, on the West Coast. And he does that, and I asked him. I asked him the question of, uh, you know, I had just happened to see it, and I said, Phil... Have you seen Bird Box? And did you like it? And he, he gave a similar review. He said he liked it, but it left him wanting more. And that is the same thing I got from it. So there's a, there's a Yankee tie-in with Phil Hughes. And, uh, you know, I went to get, speaking of Phil Hughes, I went to uh, get coffee this morning. And I wanted them to ask my name because... Have I told this story before? Phil Hughes... Uh, no, Derek Jeter used to... I think I did tell this because I, I even wrote to, to Phil Hughes on his You Up about this one and he said he did. And, he, and So Derek Jeter used to use different names of guys he was playing with at the time when he would go into Starbucks. They'd ask his name, which is crazy, right? How does Derek Jeter walk into a Starbucks and they say, what's your name? <laughs> they should just know. They should be like, oh, Derek, what do you want? 
And so you know how they write on the cups your name? They, he would always do something different. And I remember seeing one time he got Phil because he was playing with Phil Hughes. So that was funny. And, and Phil Hughes said that one time he did Sanderson because that was uh, <laughs> Derek's middle name. Um, so I wanted, I, you know, I went in for coffee and I wanted them uh, to, to ask my name to write on the cup. But it wasn't one of those fancy orders. I just, I just got a regular coffee. So I'm going to have to do that next time, ask for something. They'll have to ask my name. And I'm not sure who I should put down. Should I, should I put Derek? Should I put Phil? Or should I steal a page from Phil and do Sanderson? I don't know. Or maybe I should do a current Yankee. Like, <laughs> I should do Giancarlo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I would, cr- I would crack up too much if they asked, oh, what's your name? And I said, Giancarlo. <laughs> oh, boy. And if I did it like the way I was doing it a few weeks ago, I'm going, Giancarlo. <laughs> that, would be, that would be ridiculous, but could be pretty funny, too. All right, guys, that is all we've got. We will end the crazy ridiculousness right now. And as I always say, stay tuned and let's go Yankees.